Uh, you've been blessed already. Your heart's been blessed. And I know right now the number one question on the majority of minds is, when are we getting out of here? Because by the time pastor preaches, it's going to be about 1 o'clock. No, it's not. I have a seven-minute message prepared if you would let me just read it, okay? And then when I'm done reading the message, we'll go right into the invitation, and uh, Brother Freddie will come up and, and uh, oversee the invitation. He'll give you some announcements. He'll take up the bus offering. You got all that? All righty. And then by that time, we'll be ready to baptize. They're just uh, organizing for everyone's benefit here. When, when I begin the invitation, you fellows that are being baptized, you can go and get ready for baptism when the invitation begins. If all that works together, then uh, we should be going home no later than 1240. You say, Pastor, that shouldn't matter. I know, but to some people it does. So, all righty. I'm going to address all of our children, teens and young adults this morning, but most specifically the teenagers who went with us to youth conference this week. As your pastor, as one of the spiritual leaders in your life, as one of your spiritual coaches, I'm not trying to get you to join anything. I'm not trying to get you to be on our team or become a member of our club. What I am trying to do, and what we have tried to show you, to show you this week, is that this world's ways are very different from God's ways. Listen to what God says in Isaiah 55. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. God tells us his ways are different. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. God's ways and this world's ways are very different from each other. God's ways don't make sense to people who go along with this world's ways. Proverbs 14, 12 and 16, 25, the same verse twice. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. God says it's possible for a person to be convinced that their ways are right and yet be dead wrong. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. The reason that God's ways seem so strange to most of us is that we have bought into the ways of this world and we've gotten used to the ways of this world. I'm not talking primarily teenagers there. I'm talking primarily adults and even good Christian adults. We have bought into the ways of this world. And so when we're reminded of the ways of the Lord, it sounds strange to us. As if God had drifted from the world when actually the world has drifted from God. For example, God's way says give yourself to one person in marriage and stay married for life. This world's way says touch and hug and make out and shack up and sleep around all you want before and after marriage because marriage means nothing. God's way says keep your mind and body clean and free from things like alcohol and tobacco and pot and heroin. This world's way says drink and smoke and snort and shoot whatever you want to. It doesn't matter. God's way says be careful of what influences you. 
your entertainment, your music, your movies, your friends, your amusements. Guard what influences you. This world says there's no such thing as right and wrong. You just do what you want. We can give a hundred examples. God's ways are very different from this world's ways. Radically different. If all you've ever known is this world's ways, God's ways sound strange when you're first introduced to them. But here's what you better not ignore. God's ways have an end. And this world's ways have an end. And just as both ways are radically different from each other, the ends are radically different from each other. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7. Wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leads unto life, and few there be that find it. The way you choose to live determines where you end up in life. The world's ways will lead you to heartache and pain and strife, family court, DUI, addiction, confusion, depression, and all kinds of horrible places. You have no idea how bad it can get. Until you find yourself on the bottom saying, how did I get here? God's ways always lead to life. Love, joy, peace, hope, opportunity, truth, contentment. Teenagers, we're not trying to get you to join anything or sign up for anything. We're trying to show you that there's a better way than the pain and the strife of this world. Let me give you three simple challenges, especially to every... Everybody 30 years old and younger, but especially to those who just came back from youth conference. First challenge, if your circumstances are so bad, so painful, so difficult that you think you can never change, I'm not, I'm not that your circumstances can never change, they can. God can change everything for you and he wants to. Your life five years from right now can be immeasurably better than it is right now. You say, Pastor, you don't know how bad of a home I go home to. God can change that if you follow his ways. Don't give up hope. Trust the Lord. A happy marriage is for you. A happy home is for you. Owning your own home someday is for you. A meaningful life is for you. God can change everything for you. Stay with him. Second challenge. If God's ways don't make sense to you right now, if they seem so completely different from what you're used to, and you think you could never live like that, ask the Lord to teach you his ways. David said in Psalm 25 verse 4, Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Don't be afraid to tell the Lord, I don't understand it all. I don't think I'm ready to change a bunch of things. But I'm willing to let you teach me. I'm willing to trust you to walk me through it. Lord, you lead, I'll follow. My third simple challenge, the first two, I said, first of all, if your circumstances are so bad, so painful, so difficult that you think nothing can ever change for you, they can. 
The second challenge was if God's ways don't make sense to you right now, if they seem so completely different from what you're used to that you think you could never live like that, ask the Lord to teach you his ways. And lastly, my third simple challenge is this. If you're serious about God's ways, the most important thing you can do is to stay in communication with him. That's you talking to God every day and letting God speak to you every day through his word. The most important part of knowing and living God's way is to communicate directly with him. And let's end with a very well-known passage, John 14, verse number 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the what? Way. I want to focus on that first one, I'm the way. Jesus is God's way. God's way is not a lifestyle. God's way is not a bunch of rules. God's way is a person. You fall in love with Jesus, you stay close to Jesus, you get consumed with Jesus, and you'll find yourself living God's way just by reflex. Teenagers and young adults, I beg you to choose God's way. Everyone else, I beg you to pray for the teenagers and young adults, those who went to youth conference, those who didn't, those who have in the past, those who will someday. We've got to keep them before the Lord in our prayers. Let's have the fellows that are getting baptized go ahead with Brother Zach downstairs, get ready for